Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Martin Luther King's Day pod that's on Born to be a Star, and it's Monday. Thanks for tuning in to <coughs> I'm Dying. Born to be a Star. Still coughing, still struggling with allergies because the weather's crazy in New England, and I have no idea what season we're in because there's not snowing, but it's cold. It's weird. I don't know. Have you looked in the mirror recently, this weekend, last week? Have you recognized your star power? Have you recognized the fact that you can set your mind to something and accomplish? You are a star no matter where you are. And did you set your mind to the fact that, yes, you can. You should never give up. And you should say to yourself, why not today? Why are we... taking steps back and why are we not realizing our powers and ability I think that we have a lot of work to do but your star power your reflection your journey where you've been where you're going that's a a reflection of what's next And whatever is next is what you're going to have to deal with along the way. Don't forget your star wherever you are. Moving into the next part of the conversation. Let's get into... No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So... Another document was found somewhere on one of Joe Biden's properties, and I have more questions than answers, and I even tried to have this conversation with my mom, who's completely blindsided by the Democratic Party, and um, she's a victim of propaganda and just a bunch of idiots. So my mom's not the only mom. There's many moms around the entire globe that are victims of the stupid media. So... How does Biden, the vice president of the United States, have a hold of these documents in his garage? And then he wants to say that they're protected because they're in a locked garage. A locked garage is not safe. Okay, your son has an addiction to cocaine and he's an addict. And if he clearly he's doing bad business and bad dealings with China and a bunch of other places, too. Clearly, there is a family collusion going on, and I'm not going to lie to it, and I'm not going to skip over the T here, right? The Biden family is the family of lies. Biden's not special. He doesn't know anything about anyone's pain, black or any other minority, and he is a liar. He is no one like Martin Luther King, and he is an embarrassment to the United States of America. Clearly, he's also racist I want you to not fall victim to the insanity of it all I do think that 
it is quite hilarious how they stormed into Mar-a-Lago and said that Trump did all these bad things outside of the fact that he was the president of the United States so he could deem anything null and void. Biden, as a vice president, didn't have that power. So he needs to be impeached, he needs to lose his job, and he needs to go to jail. What are we talking about? When you break the law, you have to face the consequences. Until we get back to that, nothing is going to change. I just don't know where we go from here. Honestly. Honestly. I don't know where we go from here, where they're just constantly lying. It leaves me kind of speechless. Like, is this serious? Like, are we seriously having this discussion? They do know they can't do anything to Trump now, right? Biden has had five different locations where they found documents, and they're only talking about it after November. They knew about this four days before an election in November of 2022. And honestly, it would have changed the election, just like that laptop that was found before the election of 2020 would have changed the election. So they found a way to hide that, too. This party is the party of cheaters, ballot harvesting, a bunch of other things. And I know you're going to call me a a voter denier and whatever you're going to call me. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the words. It reminds me of that speech that Biden gave in the darkness and the black and the red, where he basically said that if I disagreed with him, I was comparable to Hitler. Um, okay. I'm making decisions that's making me a non-citizen of America. You have seen the borders of the United States of America, right? Allowing 5 million people to come in here and not do any actual background checks on them and have a puppet as the president that cannot hold cognitive conversations is just It's just seriously pathetic. And I'm just having difficulty with people that live in America. Don't you think that? Americans should be questioning the government like, hmm, why is all these illegal people coming over here? I understand we want to be known as home of the brave. And all these things. But. Honestly, if no one is questioning their motives or what they're doing, you're falling asleep. 
There's a worldwide problems. I told you about that Jeff Bezos thing where people are not having kids. They don't care about communities. They don't care about getting married. No one wants to have children anymore because they're so busy worried about the climate issues. I got some news for you. Young people are sleeping. No one cares. No one's listening. No one is on like YouTube or Snapchat or Instagram or there's no reels. There's nothing anywhere calling this out. And for Tucker Carlson and a, a bunch of others to be the only ones saying anything, I don't know, like Dan Bongino, um, there's redacted on, um, what the hell is it called? Um, What's it called? It's called... Let me give you the name of it. Not Parlor. But... What's the name of it? Not Truth. What's the name of it? This is what happens when you need an app. There's so many platforms where people are calling these people out. And YouTube now has competition. Because people are tired of their crap. And I barely look at anything on... Uh... I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's next. Like, I'm honestly saying that because I really, I really don't know. How much more are we supposed to endure of the crapper? Like, just, it's just one crap after another piece of crap. And it's just all crap and crappy and just annoying and upsetting. Honestly, what's next? Right. What do we do? How do we call them out? How do we get this to the beginning of news? I think that we have to not get frustrated and feel like we cannot continue on when things don't necessarily go our way because we have to understand that things aren't going to go our way here, right? We're calling these people out. 
the idea is they want to strip apart any kind of humanity we have, any emotions we have, and any traditions that we have in America. They want to strip this place down to where there's nothing. They want a godless place. And honestly, I'm not sure where we Google from here. Because what's the plan? How are we going to fight these people? These people have no hearts. They have, they don't give a shit, right? And it's called Rumble. The thing I was talking about is called Rumble. They don't have any limitation that they won't go to to indoctrinate people with death. Like, there's legit videos in Canada convincing people to commit suicide. They're convincing people to do euthanasia to kill themselves. Because they get to the point where they want them to die. Is that really the the point here? We want people to like get free things and then after they become useful, you want to kill them off? Is that what we're doing? And how is the United States exactly going to run out of people? 330 million people isn't a little bit of people. It's a lot. Granted, there's more people in China and India, but still, how are we running out of people? Maybe we should make it easier for middle class Americans that raise families and live a normal middle class life or high middle class life or whatever that means. Maybe that shouldn't be complicated. I'm not sure how we deal with this, but we have to be strong and we have to call them out. Joe Biden needs to be fired. ALC is pathetic. No one wants to see her whack ass movie that no one knows the name of it. These people are trying to act like they're doing something important and they're not doing anything. Fucking Nancy Pelosi's husband is a gaydar, dude, and I don't have anything against gay people. But when you're constantly shoving LGBTQ rainbow mafia shit down my throat and the alphabet mafia crap down my throat all the time, acting like that's the same thing as heterosexual things, it isn't. I'm sorry. And Nancy, are you Catholic or not? Because as someone that is becoming Catholic, the things you're doing do not match up to what you're saying you are. I feel like the... The Pope needs to denounce her from the religion and Joe Biden too and his entire family. And we need to stop. We need to put fire with fire. That's what we need to do. I don't know. Things got to change or I'm not sure where we're going from here. But it is funny to watch Biden be the person that he was talking all the shit about so looks like you're not as good as you said you were you're appalled remember when you say you were appalled about donald trump well biden did you forget to tell america and the citizens of this country that you had documents that were classified as important in your garage in some stupid ass museum that's tied to china a bunch of things that look real suspect. I don't know. Jesus. How much of a movie is one movie? I know we know. But they don't know that we know they know we know. 
things gotta change. And if they don't, I don't know if Martin Luther King's dream is gonna come true because he didn't want any of this to happen. What happened earlier in time with slavery and the problems that they had with not allowing black people to be among white people or white people to be among white people because there was, there was slavery against the Irish people, man, and Italians and a bunch of other stuff too. What happened in the past wasn't supposed to happen. And Martin's dream was to bring us together. While it was important to get rid of the segregation and, and fight for the rights of black Americans, because it was, and it, and it still is today, we have to take the fact We have to take in the fact that he sacrificed himself for others. And he let the things he was saying speak to everybody, not just one group of people, not just one color of people, but everyone. If we're going to beat these godless, I want to kill babies party then we have to call them out in every way, in a way where they can't use our word against us, like clipping what we're saying on videos or clipping recordings from Fox News and then playing it back like they do on the Young Turks and all these far left things like. It has to change. It has to be. like something different because Martin Luther King wasn't just an ordinary man he was someone extraordinary and if you want to be heard you have to become extraordinary just like he was in church on Sunday um, Deacon Bill brought up a quote from Steve Jobs that said it's the crazy people that are going to change the world because they're constantly working on something and fixating on something outside of the box and they don't follow the rules. They break them. They're not like everybody else. Typically, people stare at them and question what their motives are. I've never been one of those people that's like a sheep that's ordinary, that's in line and that just goes along with everything. I've always questioned things. I've always been that person from a child to an adult. And hearing that in church was like my bells rang. And lately the messages in church have been tying into the podcast, have been tying into my life and have been tying into my journey in a way that just bring me so much recollection and freedom. Like I didn't do anything wrong. I have been living my life the way I'm supposed to do it. And fuck it if I'm not doing it like a roadmap because that's not how to live. And if I'm going to change the world, if I'm going to be that change, if I'm going to make a difference in this big world we live in, I kind of have to be crazy. I kind of have to think outside of the box. I kind of have to talk about things people normally don't say. I kind of have to speak my mind and be unapologetic doing it. Because it's the crazy, artistic, outgoing, enthusiastic, insane individuals that are the ones that are going to keep working and pecking away to make a difference. And if you want to make a difference, if you want to fight these godless death party people called the Democratic Party, 
then there is no day off. This is war and we have to keep fighting. We can't turn the volume down. You can't get tired and you can't feel some type of way. These people are willing to kill infants at nine months in a mother's womb. And they want to be able to allow people to have abortions at that stage. And don't let somebody tell you that I'm lying because you can look it up yourself. Go on Google and look it up. Find some YouTube videos. Why don't you just go on TikTok and look at the videos with the people talking about how they're removing their body parts so they can no longer be mothers. There's so much insanity out there. It's a war. Martin Luther King knew that when he got up there and he pledged and he fought and he talked and he said all those things about his dream and what he wanted to change. He knew it wasn't going to be easy and it isn't. We're going into Black History Month and so much happened in history for black people fighting for their rights to be able to stand up on a damn bus and not be told you have to sit in the back of the bus. It's funny because now mostly people want to sit wherever they want on buses. Things happened in history. You have to take that and reflect on it. We can't quiet down and be silent. And we can't get tired and we can't give up and we can't give in. We have to have qualified individuals that are going to face these people in battle to win these seats in the House and the Senate. And we got to take it all back, the, the Senate and the White House. And we got to get the we got to get Republicans back in power and we got to get these Democrats away. Because if we don't do that, we are setting a trend for our own children where they're not going to fight either. And I am Martin Luther King's dream, and so are you. My children are his dream. Living in a time where I don't fear walking down the street, and I don't care about what people think about me. Because as his dream, it's my responsibility to be strong, to be courageous, to be relentless, to be unapologetic, and to be confident in myself. And I pledge him, I respect him, and I admire him. And because I do all of those things, I'm going to hold you accountable as my listener. Today is Martin Luther King's Day, and we are going to respect that man who sacrificed himself for a greater call. He's comparable to Jesus in some ways because Jesus knew he was going to die, and he still did what he did. So I call on you to reflect on that. Aren't we all just sacrificing ourselves for greater calls? Isn't that what we're here for? It's a war. What do you stand for? I stand for red, white, and blue. Happy Martin Luther King's Day. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyways, and they lied to us during that time, and they're still lying to us now. They're all just liars. Okay. Moving into the next part of our conversation, that was an extended version of No Media Allowed because I wanted to pay respect to Martin Luther King and I wanted to connect his message to mine. No Media Allowed is created <laughs> because we can't trust them. No Media Allowed exists because somebody has to call them out. Not just Daily Wire and Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino and Jason and Candace Owens and all these people that are hated on the on the spectrum, right? And I'm probably not liked either because I don't fit into 
the file cabinet, a follower. I'm what Steve Jobs called resilient because I am going to change the world. And I want to set the trend for my children so that they grow up knowing that they can do anything that they put their mind to. Because that's how I grew up. And I am doing what I put my mind to. I've done it all. So why can't we set a difference for these children, our children, the future of America? Moving on from that, can we talk about Reddit? I really am not that familiar with Reddit. I don't really go on Reddit. I have never been on there, actually. I don't really even know what it was. The only reason I'm talking about this is because I was listening to Candace Owens last week and she was talking about Reddit and something she was looking at. Um, honestly, again, I have no idea what Reddit is, but have you guys been on Reddit? Is that like a platform where you can like see things differently or do you search things on it or what is it used for? Is it like, is it like Instagram or Twitter or is it like Rumble, which is like for videos? Is it like Snapchat? Like what is Reddit? Is it like Google? I don't know. It says it's a network of communities where people can dive into their interests and hobbies and passions. I just Googled it. So that's the only reason I know what the hell it is. I've never been on there. I don't really know if I have time to go on there, honestly. I'm already on so many other platforms. I don't even think I want to venture into this one because I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Why are you closing the door? You're not here. Open the door. Anyway. I don't. I don't think I'm going to venture into it. I don't really have time for that. Like, my days are, like, really compacted. And if I venture into another thing, then I'm going to have to, like, spend all this time trying to figure out how to navigate through it. And it took me long enough to figure out, like, truth. Then I went to parlor. And, you know, scrolling through all the feeds on Twitter takes forever. I mean, I like it, though. I like the variety. But I don't know if Reddit's for me. Maybe. But, like, I'm, I'm really not interested in, like the group chatting thing i kind of the reason i like twitter so much is i like being able to post whatever i want and if people like it they can retweet it or not like that's the reason i like reddit so much <coughs> i've never been on reddit i don't know what it looks like but it might be fun i don't know i'm gonna check it out right now just to see what it is and what it looks like um it says it has a bunch of things like people are having like re facial reconstructions and a bunch of other insane stuff and I don't know I don't really think this is for me so but it, it might be something to venture into if you're interested in communities and things like that maybe you'll like it I don't think it's for me so I think I'm gonna stay away from it but if you want to try I say go for it moving into the next part of the conversation laughing at men I think that guys have an amazing sense of humor and I don't think that women take advantage of that all my husband does is basically tell like endless jokes and he's like a comedian and he's my comedian because he's my husband and I appreciate his joking and his funniness and his ability to turn anything that could be bad into something good because life can sometimes get stressful um me and him have pretty much um 
developed what we think our children are going to be like in our minds like what they're going to sound like their voices their names like their ages like once they start to grow up and things they're going to say to each other and we've come to a conclusion of what they're going to sound like what they might look like like a, a like a normal day in the life of the montanos you know like we've come to that conclusion and it's fun and my husband's hilarious like i love watching tv with him or venturing into new movies or shows or whatever he's someone that just says exactly what he's he feels he doesn't hold back and he has an amazing sense of humor he tells the best jokes not just my husband though but my brothers too i have four of them and they're all hilarious in their own ways and um So I just want to pay homage to the men and their jokes and just say, keep on making us laugh, man. Dad jokes are funny, too. Dad jokes are kind of lame, but dad thinks they're funny. So let's give them that, too. Slim Fit, which is a water bottle. I like the water bottle, but someone said to me they don't like the way it looks. I like the functionality of the Slim Fit water bottle because it can fit anywhere and it's so smooth and nice. And that's why I like it, but that doesn't mean you have to like it. But I do, and I don't see what's wrong with that. Um, Also, the price isn't as bad. There's other water bottles that cost far more and aren't worth that price. So that's another reason why I like it. It's affordable, and it can last a long time. And that's what, what the attraction was for me to that. And I found it in Target, and that's another reason I liked it. I like things where I can either order it online or I can buy it in Target if I want. Because you know Target's my favorite store and that's my go-to store. You know it. Um, back to iPhone 14. So I definitely need to get a new iPhone. But I don't know if it's going to be the 14. Like I want the 14. But I don't know if it's worth me getting the 14. It's already January about to be February. Should I just wait to the 15? Is the 15 going to be something I want? Or am I going to regret not getting the 14 and then wait to get the 15 and then not like it? And also, I don't really get iPhones that are not even numbers. So I don't know how that's going to work either. But honestly, I used to get an iPhone every year. So I'm tempted to just go back to the Trade Your iPhone program and switch it out and have it every year. That's kind of my thought process here. What do you think? I think I'm going to go back to that iPhone trading program and see if that'll work out. That's kind of the go-to. Um, but I definitely think I need a new phone because my phone keeps dying and I don't know how much more I can deal with it. Like, it just dies. And I don't really want to invest like $50, $67, whatever it costs to fix the battery. And I know some people are like, I'm switching to iPhone 12. And it's not that I don't like iPhone 12. I do like it. But it is time for an upgrade. And I skipped 13 because I was just like, I don't really have any reason to like 13. Like, okay. And I don't really have any reason to like 14 either. But, I mean, I'd rather go with 14 than 15, I think. So I think I'm going to wait to see what deals pop up and try to get in one. Back to reading. I love reading. I'm currently reading this book from Eric uh, Rickstad called Girls in the Water. And it's really good. Um... At first, I didn't think I was going to like it, but now I'm, like, halfway through it, and I I don't want to put it down. So I had to, like, stop reading it because I wasn't, like, doing anything else but reading it. It's very interesting. It's very good, and I'm very excited to get through this book and and get to the next one. I like Eric Rickstad a lot. He is an amazing author, and I just love mysteries. I love thrillers, and I love horror. So for me, reading it 
is better than watching it. Like, I, I have all of Stephen King's old books. Like, I love horror. I love thrillers. I love mysteries. I love all of that. So for me, I'm reading exactly what I love. And it takes, like, takes place East Coast, Vermont. You know, a lot of similarities between where I live and where the story takes place. So it's kind of fun to imagine the storyline and imagine, like, what's actually happening. And I think that reading books is essential. Uh, I actually have a book nook in our house, um, and I have my own little uh, library of books where I have multiple book collections in it. And I think I'm going to get back into collecting books and build up my library because reading is something that you can do anytime, always, whether it's hot, cold, you're in a good mood, you're not in a good mood, and having access to it is essential. So I really do think that reading is always something you can do, and you need to find a way to do it. I am not a person that wants to read a book on a nook more than in my hand, but I did utilize that when I was in college uh, the first time and the second time getting my master's, and um, it's essential when it came to like buying books at a cheaper rate than spending all your money on a book, so there's that. But then you're stuck with it because you can't trade in something that you have electronically. So there's that aspect of it. But, I mean, I'm not really a nook person, but some people are. So if you enjoy reading like that, go ahead. I still have access to the nook stuff. But honestly, if I'm being honest, I'd rather have an actual book in my hand. But having versatility and having both isn't bad. I have an iPad so I can read my books on my Apple app or my Barnes & Noble app on my iPad. I give my mom my nook. But, you know, if I do get another device, we'll see what happens. Um, Healthy teeth are happy teeth. Healthy teeth are happy teeth. So I ordered a new burst because my other burst that Skip brought me broke. So I ordered it. Um, Absolutely love it. I have no tartar on my teeth. My teeth has never been more clean. And... I'm excited about getting my teeth whitened. Uh, That's going to be a hefty bill, but I'm going to just pay for it. And I have to get something fixed with two of my teeth because when I was younger, I fell with a skateboard and I chipped my tooth and the dentist did a horrible job and they, they they messed up the color on the teeth. So in order for me to get it fixed correctly, I have to get my teeth whitened first then get that fixed after we're talking about a bill that's like either 15 to two thousand dollars but i think it's going to be worth it for my teeth to be white and i'm excited for this process but happy teeth are healthy teeth you need to floss your teeth you need to uh, brush your teeth you need to use mouthwash and you need to do it on a regimen twice a day every day some people bring their toothbrushes to work and they brush their teeth at work you could do it if you want to i don't really do that but i mean if you want to why not it's probably a good idea to always keep your teeth clean. Just saying. Um, next part of our conversation, moving into watching things. The title zone. That looks good. Maybe I'll try it. Monday Night Raw. I am so sick of Bailey, and I cannot believe what's her name just beat up um, Bianca Belair like that. Clearly, that chick has a mental issue, and she has to know what's going to happen to her next. Rhea Ripley's getting on my nerves with... Um, not damage control, but the other group, um, they're on my nerves. And uh, damage control is annoying, too. Half these people don't actually have any, like, talent, and they're boring to look at. But I like it. I like the fact that um, 
the Usos are pissing off everybody and taking over Raw. Um, I really thought that Sammy was going to have to fight KO, but they really got KO good. I wonder if Sammy's going to be okay with um, Roman now. I'm not sure, really, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, I love Monday Night Raw. Um, it's really good. And I like the Friday show, too. I'm really into WWE. We're watching AEW, and there's also another show that comes on Tuesday as well. I like watching all of the wrestling. Um, I used to watch MMA a lot, too. But I just find it interesting. When I was younger, I used to go to WWE Live because it used to be where we lived. And, um, you know, hopefully they'll come back this way and we'll be able to watch them live as well. I like entertainment. I've always loved hockey. And this is a way for you to find your power if you don't have any. These athletes are our power. And I put all my money on Bianca Belair. That's my go-to girl. And I got nothing but respect for her. And I like what she represents and i'm about that so yes yes all day every day moving into the next part of the conversation pressure cooker that's on netflix maybe i'll watch it we'll see what happens um amazing interiors that's on netflix too i think that's like a hgtv show that i'm going to want to look at i i kind of want to see what they do with like the kitchen and the like the living room or like the family room i'm always interested at or the basement like how you can utilize small spaces and make them feel big i want to make a comic book game layer in my basement because i have a big comic book collection and i love retro video games so i'm totally into that um i just want to make my house the house where it feels like home but it feels like it could be like an arcade too i like that feel and you know i love um detective comics dc so i kind of want to create that noir in my house so that that's what i'm doing whatever spot we get next i'm totally going to do it up like my house is like a comic book and i cannot wait i'm actually extremely excited for that um outside of that manifest that looks good too maybe i'll watch it john wick 4 is coming mom told me about that can't wait to see it i think keanu reeves does an amazing job in john wick i and it's he just doesn't mess around in that movie he's just beating up everybody it's like i can't even keep up with it i'm like who are you gonna knock out next man it's very interesting and it it made me feel so good that he loved his dog like that like it just made me feel like pets are important and it, he was really funny and kooky in that one. Really love it. Gossip Girl, I'm definitely going to watch that on HBO. I'm hoping it's good. We're going to see what happens. I started watching uh, Guinea and Georgia with Mom, and we both like it a lot. So if you're looking for a show to watch with somebody, I recommend that one, Guinea and Georgia. And um, let's get into some food, yo. Buffalo chicken lettuce wrap. I know you're thinking, what is that? But don't knock it till you try it. Why not try a wrap that's made out of lettuce? It's probably healthier for you than something else. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll find out. Um, salmon bake. So I want you know you're like, what? So basically pour oil in a pan. Then put the salmon. Then mix a little bit of like tomato, basil, maybe spicy then put a little bit of rosemary on top of the salmon and put more oil 
let it bake i'd say anywhere from 20 25 minutes maybe a little lighter because you don't want it to burn you don't want it to burn maybe put the oven on broil so it gets a little crispy or you can air fry it that's always an option too always an option um put that in there shove in some veggies um you could do a veggie mix or you could do some cauliflower and some broccoli really whatever vegetables you want asparagus is always an option green beans carrots whatever vegetable you can think of shove it in that tray with that um salmon and let you know the the vegetables soak up the juices from the oil and the juices from the salmon and let that bake and i'm telling you when you take that out of the oven it's going to be so flavorful so amazing you can have that for a dinner or you can make that for a meal prep and i definitely think you're definitely going to like it just saying next part of the conversation outside the fact that salmon bake sounds good seafood ravioli i feel like you should buy that from a seafood joint uh or make sure you go to like the seafood section in the grocery store to find that or maybe like an Italian place that makes them from scratch. There's pasta places you can find them. You can search for it. Get it made like you want it to be the actual like lobster ravioli. You don't want to be eating like frozen stuff that's like left in the back of a freezer in some like grocery store. No one's been to. Just saying. I think it has to be authentic. I don't know if I'm going to try to make that from scratch, but that could be something that you want to make from scratch. If you want to try it, I say don't knock it. I would go to like a seafood place and get it specially made, but you don't have to if you don't want to. But that would be my advice. Next part of the conversation, um, deviled eggs. I'm addicted to them. That is my guilty pleasure. If I could, if I could have them all day, I would just eat that for a I would eat that forever. I really would. And there's vegan deviled eggs. There's regular deviled eggs. There's so many different variations of deviled eggs. I just want to swim in it and eat it. Mmm, that is my go-to. Love it, love it, and love it more. The more I think about it, the more I want to eat it right now. Oh, my God. I, I legit want deviled eggs right now. Like, that's what I want for lunch and dinner and breakfast and just forever. Deviled eggs on everything. No how shopping lists help shopping lists help you so you're not just going in the store buying random crap you don't need you have to create a list for shopping especially for the grocery store so you don't buy stuff that you don't need why are we filling up our pantry our refrigerator our freezer with stuff you're not going to eat and you're not going to you're not going to make this is why you need a regimen and you need to buy things that are you're actually going to eat like what are you spending your money on man that's what's important here Spending your money on things that you're actually going to eat. Just saying. <coughs> and also being budget friendly for yourself, right? You don't want to spend money on things that aren't worth it. Just saying. Next part of the conversation. Loaded broccoli. So an alternative to using potatoes, like loaded potatoes, is taking everything you would put on the potatoes and just putting it on the broccoli i recommend like you air fry the broccoli first so you put that broccoli in the broiler for like 10 minutes to get it a little crispy then you shove everything on top of it like the cheese the sour cream the bacon whatever other spices you want on it the hot sauce whatever you put on your baked potato shove it in the oven let it crisp up a little bit take it out there 
there. You just made something that probably had far less calories or sugar than something else. And I really, really, really do think that that's definitely a better alternative. Next, in our conversation about food with Vicstar, keto Hawaiian pizza. And I know you're like, what? So to make the keto pizza, you're going to start off with like this dough. That's not really dough. It's like sort of like a taco shell, but it's square, right? And it's keto. You could make it yourself or you could buy it pre-made. Then you're going to put like sauce, tomato sauce. Then you're going to put the cheese. Then you're going to put everything that comes in a Hawaiian pizza. You're going to bake it in the oven. Um, about 10 minutes you want it to cook but you don't want it to be burnt so 10 to 15 minutes take it out cut it into triangular pieces or box pieces whatever way you want and serve it uh you can have that with a salad you can put uh roast uh you know garlic pepper parmesan on top of it you just made yourself a keto hawaiian pizza and it's probably better for your body than an actual pizza just saying but sometimes you want the carbs and 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 sometimes you don't less carbs more vegetables just saying anyways that my friends is the end of this amazing podcast thank you for tuning in to born to be a star and happy martin luther king's day hope you're enjoying the day wherever you are don't forget that you are a star wherever you are and don't forget to radiate your star power we are going to change the world and there's nothing wrong with being crazy remember what they said about picasso Remember what they said about Albert Einstein. Remember what they said about Martin Luther King. If you're going to change the world, you can't do that being a sheep. I dare you to be as amazing as you want to be. Take this journey with me. We are stars. I'll see you tomorrow. Same place, same time. Bye.